0: Whatever the situation, the answer is not in the fridge. Karen Gibbs. Welcome to Living at Your Finest podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Babs. I'm a triple board certified family, obesity, and lifestyle medicine physician, and I am the founder of Living at Your Finest Wellness, a holistic direct primary care practice. Did you know that 80% of lifestyle-related chronic diseases within really our communities are preventable with poor diet being the primary culprit. Now, contrary to what we thought, that it was our unfortunate genes, the good news is that we can make changes together to improve our health and quality of life. So that's what this podcast is all about. The Living That Your Finest podcast is devoted to helping families to live at their finest well being using a holistic approach with a healthy lifestyle to nourish and flourish as a whole, vibrant, and healthy champion. So join me and my guests as we share transformational and sustainable skill sets from our health and wellness journey to support you and your families in achieving ultimate well-being. Ready to leave at your finest? Well, let's get to it. Stop eating your feelings, chapter seven. So have you heard that terminology before, stop eating your feelings? Maybe you know someone who eats their feelings, Maybe you eat your feelings. Well, I am an expert when it comes to eating your feelings because I was really an emotional eater until I became very aware of my <laughs> problems and I had to seek help because that was leading to my chronic lifestyle-related conditions such as high blood pressure, arthritis, chronic fatigue, So today, let's talk about it. I'm Dr. Babs. Thank you for joining. So what triggers us into emotional eating? And what is emotional eating? And what is true hunger? How can I tell the difference? Well, when it comes to emotional eating, it just means it's an emotion. It's a feeling that makes you want to eat. So it's not actually true hunger. It's just something that you're doing because you want to bury the pain. You want to bury the emotions. and this is usually triggered by intense negative emotions. And you're looking for a distraction. That was what I did. So let's act, let me ask you some of these questions for you to know if you're an emotional eater, because I know people don't like to own up and say that they are. And maybe we all are emotional eaters. It's just that maybe some people will emotionally eat a big slice of cake or a donut. Or maybe fruits and veggies. Well, let's find out. So one, when you feel down and really, really down, do you eat to make yourself feel better? Okay. If you say yes, that's emotional eating. I often find myself relying on comfort food after periods of intense stress. Yes or no? If you say yes, then emotional eating. The irony was for me, it wasn't just... Intense stress. It could be stress that was good or bad. The brain doesn't tell the difference. You're just stressed and you stay in that fight or flight mode for too long. It becomes what can I eat to relieve the stress and the pain I was feeling? Another question I eat to distract myself from my problems. Yes or no? If you say yes, then yep, you're an emotional eater. I reward myself with food for my personal achievement. Yes or no? If you say yes, emotional eating i give into craving when i am bored yes or no if you say yes you're an emotional eater my son actually once revealed to me that when i'm bored i eat i just thought he was always hungry because growing kid but he once he's bored he wants to eat i don't eat when i'm bored i just eat when i have emotions another question when people frustrate me i eat to calm myself down yes or no You got it. If you said yes, you were an emotional eater. I crave specific foods when I'm upset. Yeah, (laughs) does anybody crave like banana, tomatoes, bell peppers when you're upset? I wish that was my situation. No, I craved the things that gave me a high lift in my brain, the dopamine rush. Another question, I feel guilty or ashamed after eating. Yes, 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 that was me. I feel so bad. I'm like, I did it again. How did I let this happen again? Now I'm going to pack all these pounds and I'm not going to feel good. Can you imagine having a headache, a splitting headache? Yes. Last question, my appetite is out of control when I feel lonely. Yes or no? So again, either good or bad news, your emotional eater. If you eat because you're triggered, that is an emotional eater. Well, how do we differentiate it from true hunger? You know, the irony is that because of the way we eat in America generally, where we call our standard American diet, sad diet, we're constantly eating on the go. On the go, we never really stop eating for the most part. And we never really know how it feels to feel hungry. Because we don't know when we're hungry. Sometimes you could be hungry, you could be thirsty, and you think you're hungry. And then you grab something to eat, or you're bored, and you grab something to eat, and there's always food everywhere, calling your name and telling you, eat me, eat me. In any case, you have to know the difference between if it's your tummy calling you or if it's your feelings. Um, For instance, I know that out of sight, out of mind is my best solution. So I have to keep healthier version, healthier foods around, you know, and I'll eat it if I'm hungry. Of course, if I wasn't hungry and there was donuts and all of that, they will call my name regardless. So emotional hunger is a desire for foods triggered by an emotion when we're experiencing it. Now, these are some things you need to look out for. This is how you know that's what it is. It comes on suddenly. You could be doing so good and all of a sudden it just comes on. Something triggers a memory, a thought. And it's specific food. <laughs> Can you imagine? I've done it once where I left my house in the middle of the night. Oh my gosh. Whew, those days. Thank you so much for joining me on this week's episode. My goal on this podcast is to empower, educate, and encourage you to take actionable steps to triumph at living at your finest, body, mind, and spirit. Of note, the information provided here is for educational purposes only and does not substitute as medical advice. Please discuss your healthcare needs with your licensed medical professional. If you're in need of a compassionate and comprehensive holistic physician or know someone who is, please reach out through my website, Wellness. For a meet and greet. It will be my honor to talk to you. Are we connected on social media yet? I share more in depth content on best practices to ensure that you live at your finest daily. So please join me on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube at Living at Your Finest Wellness where we can learn together and stay connected. Lastly, Please subscribe to iTunes if you have not done so already and share the podcast within your circle of influence. An extra step? Leave a review and let me know what topics or discussions you would like to hear more of. Thanks in advance. It is always a thing of joy to hear from you. Now, let's get back to today's episode. And then you have guilt. You feel powerless. You feel shameful. You don't even want some people don't even want people to know that they're doing it. I had to ask my husband not to bring my trigger foods into the house. Other things, is that you're not even satisfied, even when you're full. And it's so intense that you need to satisfy it right away. It's like, let's do this now, whatever it takes. And unfortunately Uber Eats and Dash doesn't make it even better. My daughter, oh my gosh, she had to confess one day that the mac and cheese, she just craves it. I mean, and unfortunately the food industry, they know what they're doing. It's just as bad as the tobacco industry. There is something in that food that calls our name. Our brain is wired for it. Now, on the other hand, physical hunger is a classic desire desire for food triggered by the absence of food in your tummy. So you have that grilling hormone that says, I'm hungry, get me some food. And it comes on gradually. It doesn't just suddenly occur like emotional eating. And then you, if you're really hungry, you will eat anything. And so that's why I always catch my kids and they say, I'm hungry. I'm hungry. I'm like, there's an apple. There's a banana. They're not hungry anymore. You don't send yourself on a guilt trip after eating because you knew that you were hungry. You needed to fill your body. Physical hunger stops when you're full. You just, you just know when you're full and you're left with a sense of satisfaction your physical cues will be like you're growling, you're having headaches, you're feeling weak and tired, and you're conserving your energy. More or less, you can say you're like angry or hungry. I think there's a terminology they use there. So I want you to pay attention to this next time, okay? The, the important thing is knowing the difference. So let me give you one question to come from. if you know the difference. So I had the most stressful day at work. A pint of ice cream sounds so good right now. Is that physical or emotional stress or both? All right, if you said emotional, then you are correct. So we need to know the difference. Now, the important thing here is to know how to control it, right? Now that we know the difference. Why do we reach for comfort food in times of distress? It's for two main reasons the endorphin fix, and the rest and digest response. So the endorphin fix, in case you're hearing about it for the first time, it's just that high carbohydrate, caloric, dense foods that flood your brain with endorphins, which takes your focus away from the problem. And, you know, temporarily makes you feel good. You're like, oh my gosh, oh, the feel good chemicals light up your brain after you give it the craving And then, unfortunately, it has this um, counterproductive effect because you're going to have a quick drop in sugar and then you're all of a sudden going to feel guilt. You're going to feel not feeling too good. After you've had that great high, then you don't feel good because you're having a drop in your glucose. Another reason why you tend to go for comfort food is because our bodies are smart. Our buddies are smart. We know it sounds a little obvious, but yeah, it, it is very smart. We are smart human beings. Whenever we're under a pile of stress or negative emotions, our body triggers the hunger hormone. You ever wonder why you feel hungry all of a sudden in your cravings? Because your body, it just triggers it the cortisol, the high cortisol level. And why it does that is because your body will activate the rest and digest response so that our body needs us to stay calm, so that, you know, digestion will take place, so that's pretty much what happens, so it's, it's just what happens, you, you want your, you know, so when you are digesting food, your body, you will just stay calm, naturally, so it makes you feel hungry, you go grab something to eat, and it keeps you temporarily in check, so let's remember these things, and let's be Let's be reflective, let's pay attention because if you don't know what's going on with you, you wouldn't even know where to begin. I had to identify what my issues were and I had to find alternative ways to deal with my emotions. I had to create a toolbox that was with me everywhere and anywhere I was going. And sometimes I even had to prepare for things that would naturally happen because that was how my brain was wired. So the main four stages that I like to talk about for emotional eating is the trigger, so know what that is. The cover up, all right, what you're covering it up with, and the false beliefs, so you're feeling comfortable after you've binge eat, and then the hangover, regretting, regretting your food choices and lack of portion control. So it's important to eat when you're hungry, yes, because our body needs to foil. We need to put give ourselves energy and the glucose, What we need to ask ourselves when next you feel this way is. How am I feeling? What's going on? Maybe we need to take accountability of our emotions like at noon my alarm goes off to ask me how am I feeling so I don't build up with stress and then want to emotionally eat and then we also need to have healthy options around us so that we can conquer the world of the emotional eating alright so the question here today is what are you going to do? Are you going to let it take over? No, you're not. You are going to take control. You are going to take control by beginning with knowing what these cues are. You're going to stop and think, and you're going to go into your arsenal and pick a tool that will serve you and help you to live at your finest. You might need to have an accountability partner. I've walked the talk, so I know, and I've had to seek help so I will be more than happy to help you. You have to practice out of sight, out of mind. You have to rewire your mind, your brain with healthier habits, and work on building a solid foundation. Certainly, sleep will help reducing stress, not skipping meals. If you skip meals, you are going to you're going to be so hungry and then you eat anything and everything. Alright, so thank you for listening. I know that you can do this. One day at a time, one step at a time, because you deserve to live at your finest. Take care. God bless.